I find that most of my growth has occurred because I put myself in a situation that was going to be a bit stressful and it was going to be a bit uncomfortable. And that's where I had to show up the most. Y'all, if the situation was easy, we would all be doing it. You're listening to Building a Beauty Business, a show that explores how your favorite beauty pros started, scaled, and grew their business. We ask the questions you've been dying to get the answers to so that you too can start scale and grow your beauty business. I'm your host, Frida Brown. Let's get started. What is up? It's Frida and welcome back to another episode of Building a Beauty Business. This week, I want to talk about something that has really become extremely important to me. Something that I did not know was serving me up until recently. It is building a business community. Building a business community is something that has been happening sort of in the shadows for me, in the background for me. It's not until recently that I realized it is something that I actually have been very intentional about creating. It's something that has served my business tremendously. And it is something that is so important to, if I'm being honest, the success of my business, of myself, having people around me who get it is a game changer. And I want to talk about that this week because I think so often as entrepreneurs, we embark on these journeys and we are in our heads with our ideas and we're in our notebooks and we're in our phones. And sometimes, sometimes we, we don't look up and realize that there are people around us, there are people in this world who want to get on board and who want to see us succeed and who have similar visions and dreams and collaborating with them. Idea to the next level. So without, without further ado, let's get started. I've shared with you guys in previous episodes, I have been doing hair. I've been a licensed cosmetologist since the summer of 2008, and I've been doing hair full-time since January of 2009. When I started out, it was just me. I did have another young lady who helped out in the salon sometimes, but in terms of really, really wanting to grow the business, it was all me. And eventually that got very, very lonely because you can only go so far by yourself. You realize you're gonna have to bring some folks with you if you wanna go even further. One of the first things that I did, and I want you to get out a pen and paper because I have five things that I want you to consider if you're looking to grow your business community. One of the first things that I did was I attended hair shows. Now, those are specific to my industry, but whatever industry you are in, there are some shows and conferences and networking events that are held annually that you can attend. For me, attending hair shows wasn't just a great way to build up my skill set, but it was also a great way to meet other like-minded professionals. If you're going to a hair show, that means at a minimum, you are taking your beauty career a little bit more seriously than someone that is not. 
So already we're in good company, right? Because I'm at the hair show, you're at the hair show. Attending hair shows is a great way to elevate your beauty community. Because now you're literally surrounded by hundreds, maybe even thousands of other people who look at their business the same way you do, or at least in a very similar way. There was a hair show I attended. I don't remember the year, but it was at least 10 years ago. More than that, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, maybe about somewhere between 10 and 12 years ago. So I'm at this hair show in Baltimore and I'm sitting at a table and this young lady happens to sit beside me and she's there with her husband. And so he sits there as well. And I think her introduction was something really simple. Like, is this seat taken? Like it was, it was nothing over the top. She's like, is somebody sitting here? And I was like, no, nah, knock yourself out. Go ahead and have a seat. So she sits there and as evidenced by this podcast, I do like to talk. Naturally, she and I began to converse and she shared her name, her husband introduced herself and we all began to chat. Guys, fun fact, that same person that I met 10, 12 years ago is the same person who I am still friends with to this day. As a matter of fact, I was a co-host on her podcast, shout out to the Salon Frequency podcast, for the past six months from a relationship that started over 10 years ago. So when you are saying to yourself, I don't know anybody else who wants to do what I do. I don't know anybody else who's serious the way I'm serious. That's not true. Your community is out there. The people who get you, they are out there. You just have to proactively go and find them. Meeting Jocelyn was not something that I thought was going to still impact me 10, 15 years later. And yet here we are still in community with each other. Building a business community is going to be so vital to the growth of your business and to your own personal development. So that was number one, attend events because you never know who you're going to meet. Number two, and this is going to sound and feel old school, but it applies. Join a Facebook group. Join a Facebook group. I am in a Facebook group for black women who ride Pelotons or do Peloton classes. I'm in a Facebook group for people who eat a certain way. I'm in a Facebook group for people who use Canva. I'm in a Facebook group for people who are aspiring millionaires. I am in a Facebook, let you get the gist. I'm in a good number of Facebook groups and I actually am active in most, if not all of them. My fitness is very important to me. So I'm active in the Facebook group that talks about black women specifically in their fitness journeys, how I eat, is very important to me because it determines my energy level. So I'm constantly looking for amazing recipes in the Facebook group that's about producing amazing recipes. And specific to being a beauty professional, I am very active in a Facebook group that consists of thousands of hairstylists across the world who are also looking to elevate their business and their client experience and their income. I answer other people's questions. I post questions because I want to stay connected. 
And I know that it is way more efficient to be connected to thousands of hairstylists in Facebook than it is to attempt to be connected to thousands of hairstylists in the real world. So use the digital tools that are available to you. I know that Facebook is probably feeling very old and antiquated and you're like, that's my grandmama's app. Nobody uses it anymore. Okay, you keep telling yourself that. You're going to talk yourself out of being in community with some people who are very serious about growing their business. And what I have found is when I am around people who are serious about growing their business, it makes me level up and become that much more serious about growing my own business. So don't sleep on Facebook. Number three. This is a method that's a little bit more current than Facebook, but it's like the cousin to joining a Facebook group. If you are on Instagram, it is in your best interest to be sliding into somebody's DMs. Let me tell you something. I will slide in another beauty professional's DMs in a heartbeat. If a video comes up on my screen and you are using a particular tool that I've never seen before, or maybe I've decided that I wanna level up my client experience and offer this steam treatment, and because the internets are always listening to our conversations, your post happens to come up in my feed, best believe I am going to send you a DM introducing myself, complimenting you on your work, and asking you where you got this particular device from. And then from there, I'm probably going to keep the conversation going because I want to network and I want to be in community with other people who are elevating their business. So if you're already sliding into people's DMs for personal reasons, you might want to shift gears and think about sliding into people's DMs for business reasons. People are actually a lot more friendly than I think we give them credit for. I see memes all the time and people are like, uh, everybody's a hater. Uh, I'm, I'm in 2023. I'm letting go of everybody who didn't want to see me succeed. I, I don't know who y'all are rolling with, but I've never been in a season of my life where I've had to cut off a rack of people. I just haven't. I don't have anybody blocked on my phone. I don't have to cut people out of my life because I'd like to think that I'm pretty discerning when it comes to selecting the people who are around me, even if they aren't entrepreneurs. So when I hear people say things like, oh, you know, people just, it's like crabs in a barrel and, and people don't want to see you succeed. I know that that exists. I'm not naive to that. But I also know that if you're very discerning about the people you keep around you, that really should not come up. And if it does, oftentimes, they will usually sort of fade away on their own. You don't have to make a big dramatic production about it. But generally speaking, when I slide in people's DM, when I ask a question, people are more than welcome, more than willing to help me. And, and on the rare occasion, there was, there was maybe once or twice that I remember reaching out to another beauty professional asking if she'd be interested in being my mentor, right? And this is something we're going to talk about. Uh, let's just say I never heard back. <laughs> she never responded. Now, I could have gotten hella offended by that. I could have taken it personal. See, this is what I'm talking about. Black people don't want to see other black people succeed. Blah, blah, blah. I could have gone that route. But you know what I, you know what I did instead? I chucked it up to... 
this woman is very busy. I don't even know if she personally checks her own DMs because I'm not in the business of making assumptions. So I decided that my conclusion was going to be this woman is very busy and does not have the capacity right now to be my mentor. And I kept it pushing. It was that simple. I did not write off an entire group of people. I did not write off an entire industry of people simply because somebody did not respond to my DM. Because let's be real, I don't respond to every single DM that I get. And so I'm not going to hold it against somebody because they did not respond to my email or my DM and I didn't get a response in a timely fashion. So stop taking everything personally. Fun fact, I actually now do converse with this particular stylist. And I have no need to bring up the fact that five, 10 years ago, I sent you a message asking you to bring my mentor. It does not matter. We're in conversation now. She's an amazing person. And just by watching her, I get all of the support that I need. We've never met in person. I've never spoken to her. But I shouldn't say I've never, I've never, <laughs> we have spoken. We've spoken in DM. But I've never conversed with her in person. I've never been in front of her. But we are in touch with each other. So don't be afraid to use the tools that you already have that are right in front of you and slide in somebody's DMs. and. Ask them a question. All right, moving on, which this is actually a great segue for number four. Ask for help. Number four, ask for help. You want to build a business, a business community? Ask for help. I recently decided that I was going to make a shift in my business. And I realized that I was going to need some help making this transition. And the first time that I embarked on this particular journey, I was queen, do it all, DIY, do it yourself, don't ask for help. I don't know why. Just for whatever reason, I thought that made more sense. In hindsight, it didn't make any damn sense. This time around, I reached out to the people who were already around me and asked them if they knew anybody or if they themselves could help me. Guys, a lot of times our community is actually right in front of our face and we just don't realize it. We take for granted that even though I'm a beauty professional and she is maybe a dentist, therefore we have nothing in common because we run two separate businesses. That's actually the furthest thing from the truth. I recently needed the assistance of a real estate attorney and realized I don't know anybody who's a real estate attorney. How am I supposed to find a real estate attorney? Am I just supposed to go to Google and type in real estate attorney? That seemed a little bit broad to me. Typing in real estate attorney in the Washington, D.C. area seemed like the results were going to be a bit overwhelming. So instead, what did I do? Well, my son takes music lessons and the owner and I sit and chop it up most weeks while my son is taking his lessons with his instructor. She's amazing. So something in my spirit was like, why don't you just ask her? She has several brick and mortar locations. So my guess is she's had a real estate attorney at some point. And so I just asked her. I asked for the thing I needed from the community that was right in front of me. So she was able to give me some resources. But peep this, there was a mother who I also met 
at my son's music lessons. She owns two dental offices in the DC area. She and I had exchanged information a few months prior. So I sent a message to her, just sent her a text message saying, hey, I'm looking for a real estate attorney. You have two physical locations. Might you know anyone? Boom, just like that. Homegirl sent me back a message saying, this is who I used. Here's her information. She's amazing. I love her. Check her out. So I go and take the contact information. I send the message to the lawyer that she recommended. Fast forward, the lawyer she recommended, we did a discovery call. This woman was absolutely amazing. I was sold within the first five minutes of the conversation. She became my real estate attorney for the project that I was working on. All because I asked for help. Did not have to go down the Google rabbit hole of filtering through thousands of real estate attorneys. And what's even better, because it was important to me, this real estate attorney was a black woman. How exciting was that for me? That's important to me. That might not be important to you, but it was very important to me. That I was able to work with a black female real estate attorney to help me get my project done. And she was already accessible to me just because of the people who were in my community, just because I asked for help. So guys, you have got to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Number five, and this one is so simple, it is going to blow your mind. Just say hi. Just say hi to the people who are around you. You don't know who they know. When you are being intentional about growing your community, whether it be as a beauty professional, as an entrepreneur, even as a mom, just say hi to the people around you. Introduce yourself. If you're at the playground and you're sitting on the bench while, watch, while you're watching your kids play and there's a mother mom nearby and maybe she's on the bench, say hello. Introduce yourself. Strike up a conversation. You, you don't know who they know. You don't know who they are. And I don't want to sound like I am an opportunist because I'm not. But I am somebody who likes to meet other people because I realize that human capital is important. And the people that I have in my network can help me grow. They can help me grow professionally. They can help me grow personally. They can introduce me to some things as a mom that I didn't know about. They can introduce me to some things as a business owner that I did not know about. I want to grow and I know that I can't do that alone. And some of you may be thinking, well, Frida, I'm an introvert. I just, you know, you've given us five things to do to meet other people, but it's weird for me just talking to other people. What I find to be helpful is when we are in an environment that is specific to our industry, we already have that thing in common. So it doesn't require me to be as extroverted. It doesn't require me to be as outgoing. Sure, if I'm sitting on a bench and there's a mom beside me, that may feel extremely awkward to you to just strike up a conversation. But if you are a licensed professional and you're at a hair show, well, you already have that in common. So the person in line in front of you, maybe they have a flyer and you just ask them a question about that flyer. You're at a booth getting information on a particular project and they ask a good question. Hey, that was a good question. 
and you start up a conversation. Sometimes a conversation just happens naturally and it really doesn't require any extra work on your part. To be fair, I am extremely extroverted and I do not have a problem striking up a conversation. So again, if you consider yourself an introvert, some of these ideas might be a bit more difficult for you, but we've never grown out of easy situations. I find that most of my growth has occurred because I put myself in a situation that was going to be a bit stressful and it was going to be a bit uncomfortable. And that's where I had to show up the most. Y'all, if the situation was easy, we would all be doing it. So I know that it can be awkward sometimes just saying hi. I know that attending events can be weird. But if you want to grow, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to do something different. That's all I have for today. Five tips to help you grow your business community. I know that it is possible. I've done it myself. I continue to do it. Let me know what you think. And I cannot wait to connect with you next week. I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to leave a five-star review and let us know what you think. We want to hear your stories. You can find us on social media at building a beauty business you can also find me at it's frida brown we'll see you next time